It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode five. Pull up a chair and join us. Let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week? Ruby, what have you been up to? Uh, this week a lot, this weekend not a lot. <laughs> I took some time off this weekend just to relax and enjoy because it's Easter weekend. But this week I finished the 2.55 storyline, which was amazing. And let's see. I did a lot of triple triad stuff this week. I got my Shintoto card. So, um, of course, for the um, super janky rigged-ass tournaments, I went over to um, whatever the easiest NPC um, not Orifont, the first dude, but not the trainer, whatever. And I uh, beat him handily nine times in a row, which is what I needed left to get my 30 tournament wins for Shintoto. So I got it. Not an amazing card, but, you know, Shintoto. So, lover. And then I went over to the king and amazingly beat him. Let's see, I had like 30, there was 35 in this, so I had like 20 some odd left. I beat him like all but five times, and I only tied him those five. So I was number six in the tournament for like a day. Wow. Which was like super amazing. I took pictures and put it up and knew that it would last all of 15 minutes until my name would drop <laughs> off of there. And sure enough, like an hour later, I was seven. And an hour later, I was six. And then the next day, I was 17. And by the end of that day, I was I was gone. But I've got I've got like three thousand or thirty one hundred points. Highest on Excalibur at last look was like forty one hundred. But most things that beat me were just in the thirty five hundred or thirty six. So I think if I had just done the king and not thrown the those nine matches to the easy guy and got less points, I think I would still be on the ranking board. So Here's hope that the tourneys are a little better. This was the fixed week. I, I made that comment that this was a janky tournament, but this we'll talk about it. But they did fix the tournament uh, in the last patch going forward. So was happy with that. Um, been playing Tataru, trying to get the lightning card. Haven't done that, but I'm about halfway to the Vaughn card for um, roulette wins. And I got a final coil drop, some boots that were kind of a side grade, so meh, but it'll help me in my spell, spell speed set. So Excellent. that is my week. Very cool. How about you, Kariri? Um, I finished main storyline as well, which was, as Ruby said, amazing. Um, I got my welfare weapon from doing um, the tower climb. And I got Armor and Alchemist both to 50, which basically topped off all my crafters and gatherers. So I have all of them at 50 now. And wow. then, yeah, <laughs> that was that was a heck of a feat for me, considering how much I hate crafting. But um, I've got to be the only person I know who didn't craft a single item from level 15 to level 50 on any job except culinarian. So <laughs> it, it was a heck of an expensive thing. I mean... I didn't realize how much money I had been spending on it until I finished. And within like two days of finishing, I got like 600,000 gil. <laughs> you know, it's like when you're not spending hundreds of thousands on, you know, buying items to turn in, oh. it's not, it's, it's, you know, you can save some actual money, but, um, and then I was doing the triple triad thing too. Um, I was farming Tataru trying to get 
um, lightning as well. Um, my big triple triad things where I got to 60 cards finally. And yeah, uh, yeah yay. And I got Shantoto as well. And I got uh, Connie Senna, which was the last NPC card I needed aside from, of course, lightning. So I'm all done with all NPCs but light or but Tataru. So that was a good feeling for me. Nice. Um, yeah. How would you get up to Yelta? Mine was real similar to yours. Both of you. I finished the main storyline and wow. And uh, I also did the seasonal quest. I also got my welfare weapon. Uh, I also just got to 60 cards. So if, if you play Triple Triad, you know, that kind of opens up a new world of deck making. World, yes. uh, my other big goal this week was not even personally for me. Uh, it was to help Ulf, my husband, get caught up. And he is. Now he is. I helped him get through all the storyline, all the side stuff helping you know get drops from dungeons and and stuff so he could get geared out enough to do all this stuff and and he's and he's caught up now he's all caught up as far as That's the main story amazing yeah yeah considering how how long ago did he start playing i don't remember and then he was, was super right... super casual like october yeah it was like right before fan fest wasn't it well and then you have to remember he started over on a new account that's right. Right. So he, he was just screwing around with it and then he decided he liked it. So he bought an account and he uh, uh, did it all again. And then, um, and now he's playing an alt. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing an alt now. That's kind of crazy. But anyway, yeah, that was uh, my, my week was pretty much storyline, uh, storyline, storyline, and help others with storylines. So I feel good about Speaking- it. Speaking. Speaking of storyline, 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 we should probably let the people know about our little decision. Yeah, we have decided that since the patch is newly out and everybody plays at their own pace and uh, I don't know, raise your hand if you hate spoilers. We're all raising our hands. I can tell. Uh, Both of them are up, yes. <laughs> uh, we are not going to discuss important storyline aspects or any really of the storyline. We might de- We might talk about you know other things in the patch i know we we decided we do want to talk about the new trial which is storyline related but we're not going to spoiler things we want everyone to be able to play at their own pace and when we do uh, maybe next week i suppose do the oh my god the storyline uh recording uh we will make sure and double post spoilery spoilerness because i i know there are some people even in in nofika's bosom who are there's no way even in the next couple of weeks they probably would be able to get caught up so uh, i know some of our listeners might also take their time and that's fine so you can listen to this episode and we will not spoil the world for you but what we are going to talk to talk about on the menu tonight we're going to talk about the patch notes hatching tide the upcoming item adjustments for Heavensward, the casting call winners, and the new fan kit. First round news. The new main scenario quests have been added. They added 16 new quests. You, It finishes up the story from 2.0 leading into Heavensward. So how many quests, or how, how many, has that been two years now almost? When did 2.0 come out? August? Uh, yeah, we're, we're like a year and nine months or mm-hmm. something at this point. So, yep, this is the culmination of the story, and uh, it, it totally sets you up 
to go into 3.0. The last quest before the dawn must be completed before main story can be started in Heaven's Ward. I, I know that's a... Uh, there's some people who are upset about that decision, but at, at the same time, especially after helping Ulf get through so much of the storyline in the last couple months, well, in the last couple weeks, honestly, um, you can do it. If you have an interest in playing 3.0 and working on the main storyline in 3.0, you, you just have to log in and play and ask for help. We have lots of people in our free company who are behind or who are just are struggling maybe with the, the this last trial, that kind of thing. Um you can do it. I, I think anything out there storyline related that's battle content can be cleared through the duty finder. And some may argue, and we'll talk about it, about the, the latest trial. Mm -hmm. But most trials are related to trial roulette or people are farming light or something else. I almost feel sorry for people that are getting into like a Titan hard or a Garuda hard or something for, for storyline because it's over before they can blink. Mm-hmm. So other than just clicking NPCs and running hither and yawn, yep. that's that's really all <laughs> it's going to take for for you to finish the story. And it's amazing. And how do you also expect to get to um, uh, through the next part to Ishgard and beyond um, if you don't do the story? You got to build up to it. Definitely. And the other thing is, is it, it shouldn't be. I mean, there's truth to that, but there's also so many new players right now. I have seen more little sprouts over people's heads in the past month than like collectively all the time beforehand combined. It's cute. I love it's it. It's adorable. I'm so happy to see that so many people are getting into the game. So if you are in one of those new trials, you know, when I was card farming the other day, I, I did Leviathan over 30 times before I finally got a card. And there was a new one in every single run there was somebody new in leviathan hard so it was um it was nice to see that there were still people coming in and still people doing new content and and that you know we were all there to help them and out of all those parties not a single person dropped because of new players um you hear a lot of horror stories about that but i didn't see it happen once every single one of them one of us pretty much said thanks for giving us the myth and, you know, answered any questions they had. So it's not impossible to get through that stuff. It's it's uh, you can run into toxic situations. But for the most part, I think a lot of people are having good experiences right now. And 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 do let us know you're new. Kariri and I were running over and over again farming cards and. If there's not a sprout over your head, well, and there was even a couple of cases this weekend of people who had returned. They looked like they had halfway decent gear, you know, a few patches ago, but really didn't remember how to play the game. And and and, new, and returning people too sometimes need you know someone to be patient with them. And uh, let let us know, and also let us know. Do you want us to tell you how to do it, or do, we, do you want us to let you figure out how to do it? I feel like that in every new patch, when you get that new wave of people coming in, and we've been clearing it for three weeks, and they come in and they're like, "Well, I only get to log in, you know, twice a month," and I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm playing a game because I have time, right? <laughs> I enjoy it." But but yeah. but but let me know if you want me to explain how to do every boss. Like last night, a group wanted we were doing. Lost City of M Damper or whatever it was. Is that what it is? Lost City. Yes. Yeah. So we're at the final yeah. boss and um the two of them were new. No, all three I 
I don't remember. I think I'm pretty sure I'm just the only one who had actually done it before. And you said, ooh, I'll do the doors. No, I said we're skipping <laughs> doors, guys. <laughs> I did. I got done. We got down to the end. And I was I was helping. Ulf hadn't done it before, so <laughs> I'm, like, telling him how to do every pull. By the way, it's so nice to sit in the same room as your husband and, and watch him tank. <laughs> And watch her get better. Oh, I bet. Well, watch her get better at it. Oh, oh, he, he, he actually, he went last week and he was like eye level one, like eighty. Now he's like one hundred five. So all of a sudden, he can't tear hate off me so good anymore, or I can't tear hate off him so good anymore. But anyway, oh, that's great. So, so we're at the last boss, and I'm like, oh man, did they just want through it? Or no one had really said much. So I'm just like, okay, the healer, I think, can heal enough to get through everything, and. And I'm trying to explain what can be stunned, but but yeah, let let people know. It's frustrating though if 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 you if you don't know they're new, if you don't know somebody's new, I sometimes in my head become that nasty bitch who's like, why did you just stand in that, or why aren't you standing in that? There's a couple AOEs in this game that are like, I should run out of that. No, that's that's what keeps you safe. But how would you know? But anyway, yeah. I'm so glad people are coming back. I think they're they want to play 3.0 is what I think is going on. All right. Also, new delivery Moogle quests have been added. There are three new quests, and at the very end of all of them, what? How many? There's like 24 quests or something in all. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm on like number three. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah, to really get on this because uh, your last rank that you get is um, 25. Okay. So I believe. All right, so there's, and at the end of it all, you get a cute little post Moogle cap. It is adorable, guys. Not, <laughs> I, and they've added it to the Calamity Salvager. Uh, none of these quests are very taxing. I know Kariri enjoyed them a great deal. There were some of them I really enjoyed, and some of them it was kind of like meh. But it was kind of nice to see, like, one of the last two that they just added in 2.55. Was, um, you know, in Olda, the guy Wymond, who's standing yeah. there? Yeah, you get to hear some of Wyman's backstory. I'd like to know that because he just looks like some douchebag with sunglasses that just stands there. and. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got a... Make some money, kind of, guys. Uh, he's got kind of an interesting story. And then, um, what is his name? Land Landonel in uh, Camp Tranquil. Um, he's one of the triple triad players that you mm -hmm. can play against that he does random. I hate him, but <laughs> I recognize that douchebag's name. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, he you get to hear a little bit about his backstory as well. So I, I think they're they're using the Moogle post quests to s tell stories about NPCs in the world that they wanted to tell us, but had nowhere else to put them. So I, I think it's a really neat addition. Um like I said, some of them it was meh. Some of them are really interesting. Some of them are really funny. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Just I think a nice little side thing. This game has a lot more depth than people give it credit for. I think finishing up the 2.55 storyline will tell you that if you keep your eyes open. I think a lot of storyline stuff has been put into the story from a long time ago since the beginning. And they've had a lot of backstories for a lot of these characters. And it's just like you said, they didn't have anywhere else to put them. But this is such a good way to put them into the game. And you can really see the actual lives of the NPCs. They make them living characters for us. Definitely. That was like even, um, who is it, Fern Wallace um, on the forum or one of them. Um, was saying, they, they were asking, hey, tell us this about this NPC the other day. And he's like, look, this guy 
has a story and I want to tell you that story and I'm trying to get them to put it in a quest. So I can't tell you right now. So there's still people, you know, running around or sitting in their NPC spot that have a, you know, long and varied history that we know nothing about. And, and I, I look forward to getting more information about those characters too. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, Final Fantasy games have always had, well, maybe not always, but mostly, mostly have had some pretty good characters and some pretty good stories. And it, I'm, I'm sure it must be frustrating for him not to be able to share everything with us whenever we ask about it. But I, and, and these Moogle quests are one way they can get the stories out. And, uh, you know, and speaking of things to notice, if you, Go. You need. You need. This is no spoilers, but if you have a plan that lets you play more than one character, go create a new character and play like up through maybe like where you where you join a grand company, and when you like wander up to the uh, dungeons, like you have to go do Satasha and you have to do all those three of them. Notice the other NPCs hanging out outside. Some of those are in the end story quests. Some of those are in the 2.55 end story quests. They are adventures just like you, and they have a history and a story and and whatnot. And and I hadn't remembered, but my husband just started a new character, and he took uh, PS4 movies, and he's like, this guy, remember this guy and, and this girl? And he's like, oh, I'm like, oh, man, that's them from, you know, beep, 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 because spoilers. So, yep. <laughs> so yeah, that, I think it's interesting that these characters – are written to live and breathe in these in this world and i i think about final fantasy 8 just as an example i mean you could easily play the game and beat it just play in the normal game or whatever but there's a joy in knowing that you can run around maybe Balam Garden, and find out more about the girl with the pigtails that likes hot dogs just like Zell. And it's not important that you know that there's a girl with pigtails that Zell likes, goes to the cafeteria just so he can see her, the library just to see. But it's kind of like when you look back in fondness of a game and you think of all the cool little shit that you talk to or whatever, I, I, I think it adds so much of a deeper element. So I urge listeners to go and talk to NPCs and go and do Hildebrandt and go and do post Moogle. I need to take my own advice and go do some damn post Moogle. But I think it's very important for you to, to, to feel the full world of Eorzea as a living and breathing environment and not just, I'm going to go kill stuff today. Yeah. And my whole thing, I've been working myself at this lately. I mean, it's slightly different, but it's so easy to play the UI click through the quest, click through the quest, look at the markers on the map. It occurred to me the other day that I had never looked. I was coming out of Horizon and they sent me to um, Copper Bell. I had never looked at the entrance to Copper Bell, not ever, because I was always looking at the little mini map, trying to see where I'm supposed to go, that I didn't see all the little blockade things. I didn't see all of the little scaffoldings i didn't see all of the little detail there that they have everywhere you know the little lanterns and the little just everything that's in the game that you miss because you're not looking you know um it's the same with the npcs and again without any spoilers whatsoever it, it's really important after 
um, you finish the main storyline quests to go talk to some NPCs because they give you entirely different information before versus after you finish the main storyline quest. Um, it, it's, it is a living, breathing world, and the NPCs, I think they've done a really good job of making them come to life. All right, another place that has lively NPCs is the Gold Saucer, and they've made a whole bunch of changes. There's, there's a, this, this is a long list, guys. Stop me. Stop me when you want to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> there is a new NPC to play at Triple Triad. There's no mark over her head. Who is that, guys? I think we're talking about Tataru on this. Yeah, one. okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Which is not playable until you finish the storyline. So if you try to go looking for her and like, well, whatever, you have to finish the story and it's between 5 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. And she drops the lightning card. That's what people want, right? Uh-huh. Yes, for All the right. most part. She drops <laughs> She drops three cards, but two of them are very easy to get in other ways. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certain NPCs' decks have been adjusted. I wish I knew specifically what they meant. I'm hoping it's the stuff we ranted about. I think it's Swift. I think Swift got some adjustments. <clears throat> but I don't don't ask me what adjustments. They might have added a couple more boner cards to him, or they, they toned him down a little bit. But uh, I, I think Swift is, was the major culprit that, that was causing people issues. Yeah, I haven't played enough since then. I, since I finished most of my NPCs to know what they changed or not. Well, they changed the tournaments. I know uh, Ruby did tournaments. I did enough to get my card from tournaments, but uh, the number of matches was increased to 35. What was it? Be- was it just 30 before? Well, it's, it's weird because the first one, card. the very first one was 15, and then the second one was like 20 or 25. So yeah. I, I thought maybe each tournament had a different number of matches based on its rules, but I guess they're just going to do 35 going forward. I don't know. There's four different types of tournaments, and we're only on the third one. And that's the thing. In the in the, in our, our notes, just be, between the three of us and everyone who's possibly listening, um, I wrote that it's been increased to 35, but that was based on our experience this week. They said the number of matches has been increased in the patch notes, um, but this week it was 35. Now, do you think that's just to give more chances to, you know, have a couple losses, but then also be able to make up for it? Or Yes, because next, I think the we'll talk about the number of points receiving a match has been adjusted. I think they lowered the points for some NPCs. I'm not sure if that's right or not, but but I think it makes up the difference for the number of in, for the, the point value for the NPCs and gives you more of a chance to earn something like the Shantoto card. Because if you only have 15 and you lost five to ten of them, it would be three to four weeks before you got that card. And then you're like, well, is my focus to try to get the card or to actually play the tournament and get another card? And if they've got other incentives to play the tournament, it really confuses the player on which direction they want to go. So I think this made it more simplified that you can achieve several goals by just playing the tournament. That actually happened to me this week. Um, I had a there was a player running around the gold saucer and um, because I was in the tournament, he kept trying to tournament me and I kept declining him. And he's like, well, aren't you on the tournament? I'm like, yes, but I'm farming. I'm trying to get the Shantoto card. So I'm just playing the NPC. No, thank you. And he 
kept harassing me, trying to get me to play against him. I'm like, look, I don't even have 60 cards. I can't beat you. And I'm trying to get Shantoto. He's like, oh, I only have, you know, this many cards, too. It turns out he was lying because he's in the top three on the board or four on the board. or something. And I figured that's how a lot of people do it because they're not winning through the NPC. Like I said, I got like 3,100 or whatever from playing an NPC and I didn't even give it my all. But to get 4,100, you must be playing like player characters and doing some different configurations or something there should be a way to hard lock like maybe your busy will not allow tournaments or or people to to uh, bug you while you're just trying to do something else i hate another use for the busy <laughs> because it's not in it's not inclusive to the yeah. community but something needs to be done to that because that that doesn't seem right See, and that, that explains, I mean, I'm talking the microsecond I entered the tournament, uh, another window popped up and without thinking about it, I clicked yes. And it was some guy challenging me and I'm like, and he spanked me. I mean, just completely and totally. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck was that? I, <laughs> I don't, I, I should have read it, I suppose. But, but if, did you report him for spamming you? I didn't. Okay. I just let it go. I, I was leaving right then. Well, if you need so. to know his name, go read the board. I guess you can. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see. Wait. Now, well, to be fair, I don't want whoever's in third or fourth to no. get a bad reputation. That was like three days ago. Well, so it probably was me, totally. and then I fell off the board in a day. Well, yes, I'm sure it was you, Ruby. Well, I, I just, uh, I know people sometimes worry about reporting people, but in my mind, I'm like, I am telling the GMs that this is what happened to me do with it as you will. So, yeah, I, if someone was spamming you and you said no, then I think, yeah. And just put reported. Just type and say reported and let them freak out. <laughs> don't, you don't even have don't to even report, have to them. report them. Just type reported and let them I really freak. should have. He even sent me like, oh God, like eight tells. Oh, no. And he's like, and I'm like, I don't want to play you. I And he kept saying things and I'm like, and he's like, well, you know, you can get more points for me than from an NPC. And I'm like, no, thank you, you know, and he kept going, he kept going, he kept going. I'm like, dude, what, how is not, no thank you not good enough for you? And then I just, like, I think I blacklisted. No, I didn't blacklist him, but, yeah, I, I should have. And then I just teleported out of there and he stopped bothering me, but it was kind of awful. Yeah, I uh, I many times have cut and pasted the chat log, just pasted it into the uh you know, report whatever harassment to a GM. And I've just, I've left no comment. I've even just said, well, this is what, this is what happened, paste. And I've, you know, and I've had GMs contact me back and, and whatnot. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want it to be a hostile place, but, but if, you know, if it, it shouldn't feel awful to sign up for a tournament. That doesn't mean I want to play anyone who clicks on me either. Yeah. All right. But in a happier place. Players receive bonus MGP based on the number of points they have earned when a tournament ends. So that's kind of one of the things we were hoping for, I think. And this next one's exciting to me. Players will be rewarded with a platinum triple trad card depending on the number of points they have earned when a tournament ends. I don't know how many points you need, but the but this would actually make me... These last two things actually make me want to try the tournament even though I know I won't ever be on the board. Yeah, I hope it's a fair number, something like 2,000 or maybe 2,500, something where you have to try a little bit. But if you play the easiest NPC for all your turns, it gives you a shot or something. You know, maybe not the easiest, but somebody mediocre. It's not where you have to beat the king 30 of 35 times. Well, I know Yelta and I, we, we each 
fought the not the not the tutorial one but the other easiest guy in there um for our tournament and we we had like the same score within 50 points and the same number of wins losses and draws or within one or two and yeah i think we both got like 2700 was it you know, I don't really, I think I had 28 and I think you had 27, 28. So it, we were like 50 apart. Yeah, it was like 20. Yeah, 20. I think it was 2804 and 2877 or something. But it was very similar. I, I think you should have to try harder than beating the easiest NPC to maybe qualify for this. But, uh, but, it, but it's nice if you actually are trying to do it. I was only, I was, I actually had to use almost all of my wins just to farm, was it the Shantoto card? Cause I was, yeah, I was at 58 and I needed two cards. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going to be a platinum triple trad card, what, what the pool of cards is, but I, I'm excited that there might be a reason for me to actually actively attempt the tournament. All right. Also in the gold saucer, chocobo racing. Chocobo racing has been adjusted. The EXP and MGP has been increased for people finishing first through seventh. You poor eighth bastard, you're fucked. No. Um, <laughs> the last place MGP has been decreased. To- oh, <laughs> this is what I get for not reading the notes, guys. Last place <laughs> MGP has been decreased decrease to discourage afk racers you really no. well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no yeah. my bot no well and there I- have been so many threads about this um that a lot of people they're just they just queue up they walk away and it takes i know it sounds like oh wow 30 to 45 more seconds but if you're taking if you have someone doing that every single race for hours that adds up really fast that they they're without ever accelerating the whole race their their chocobo just goes on their own from beginning to end it takes forever it feels like it really does and i've i've gotten in a couple of runs where they had afk racers in there and they were just queuing up just they didn't care if they got eighth place because they'd still get some xp and they'd still get mgp and they didn't have to do any work whatsoever so i'm I'm really glad they actually did that. Yeah, that I'm 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 for that because first of all, yeah, it might take forever for the races to finish, but why should someone be rewarded at all for AFKing? That's gross. Exactly. All right, the size of treasure coppers has been increased. I have not chokeable raced. Does this just make them easier to hit, or that's what it sounds like to me? I haven't been back since the patch. Um... But yeah, I think I think it just makes it easier for you to knock your chocobo into one to get the reward. So that one jumping one, I always miss. I might get to hit now. <laughs> you might have a shot, yeah. All right, the frequency of blue treasure coffers has been adjusted. Now those are those have different items in them. What are the blue treasure coffers versus the other ones? See, I'm stupid on this too. I really have I, no I idea. Really I've know. never noticed I've never noticed the color of the coffers. Have you? I, I've seen red ones and blue ones, but I didn't realize. Uh, are they buffs versus debuffs? Oh, okay. that's possible. Okay, guys, more research I... is needed. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, th- so they, they've uh, increased those. 
Uh, frequency with which certain race items appear has been adjusted. We don't know what that means. <laughs> the duration of grav ball, gravity ball went from 5 to 10 seconds. Ouch. Bacchus water now causes greater stamina loss. Ouch. <laughs> These are both uh, things that help uh, maybe less skilled players like myself actually maybe once in a while get to beat people like their sister. <laughs> um, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> the obstacles in Sagoli Road for R40 plus races have been relocated. Were they in a bad place earlier? I don't know. I only ever do um costs at all right, yeah. Yeah. The period before stamina consumption begins when accelerating has been shortened by one second. Okay. I don't I don't know what but what what does that balance? Does anyone know? I, I again I'm I'm at a loss. I have not set foot in there since um since the patch, since they made all these changes. I'd really like to get back to it though. We were running a few races every night before bed and we kind of stopped when we you know Storyline hit. That's really, exactly yeah yeah. Uh, our our common thing, career anyway. Uh, we would like run coil and do some other stuff, and then at a certain time we have to. It's it's like we have to pretty much log off and go to bed soon. So we would go to the gold saucer, play our um, five five yep. roulette triple triad, and then yep. and then maybe maybe get sucked into a couple of chocobo races. I. I'll probably get back to that now that the I'm done with the patch. So, you know, I'll start doing my treasure maps every day and I'll start to, you know, but I was like, it's, well, maybe after I get a couple more triple triad cards. I don't know. <laughs> All right. The effects of foul weather have been reduced. Uh, apparently they were too extreme, huh? Mm-hmm. The effects of foul, foul weather on foul weather ch- racing chocobles and the cunning attribute have been adjusted. They must have had way too much any any chocobo that liked rain must have just basically won every time is what these Probably. two tell me. Yeah. The effects of many in capital letters of the chocobo abilities have been adjusted. There is an enormous list and I didn't feel like writing it. Um, <laughs> but like a couple examples. Choco Cure used to restore 3% of stamina, now restores 6% of stamina. Um, Choco Silence... Um, switched from a duration of 25 seconds to 35 seconds. Um, let's see. Level head increases chance of resisting frenzied status by 10%. Switch to increased chances of resisting frenzied by 60%. Uh, and so on and so forth. All of the percentages went up. Um, the only, It looks to me like one of the only things that didn't get an ability raise was um, Choco Dash. Because Choco Dash owns all it well that that was one of the things we talked about in an earlier podcast was that that um uh it was on the official forums and apparently choco dash was op so uh, this is some balancing i we knew it was coming yeah no i'm happy about it and i i, I do want to get back in there and take a look and see how how it feels now uh players will no longer be tasked with delivering only a single priceless thorn dynasty vase in the gate vase off Still haven't done this one. This is the one where you, like, sneak around, right? Yeah, I've lost it four or five separate occasions, so I've quit trying it. I I don't know if I need to read it closer or something, but I get caught every single time. I'm doing something wrong. I I need to try it, although I suck at sneaking. Have you done that one, Ruby? 
I don't really do the gates. Isn't that awful? <laughs> I should do more gates. I, I only do um, any way the wind blows whenever I see it up. If that I make it in fun. time or if I'm not in a, a triple try. I'm sorry, but patch 2.5, or five, uh, what is it, 2.51? That that was just the triple triad patch for me. <laughs> I, I'm kind of there with you. Uh, they changed the lighting for the time of my life gate. That's the uh, emote one. I'm assuming to make it easier to see what the emotes were. I, I think sure. so. I think it spotlights the NPCs now so you could see them better, maybe. They they need to make it so um, giant characters can't stand on the Lalafell so you can't see them. Uh, they increased the MGP rewards for Vaseoff and Cliffhanger, which is probably good. Those were both a little bit on the hard side comparatively to the others. The minigame MGP rewards were double, doubled. Yahoo! You can get two gil and, or two MGP versus one. <laughs> An NPC now sells items at the entrance square. I found this NPC. Uh, he sells basically like food and drink. I really think he's there so that when you're in the gold saucer and you queue up for stuff and you have to empty your inventory, uh, there's something to sell to. And that's why I think the arms mender, which was also added standing right next to him, there's now an arms mender at the entrance square. Um, I, I really think that's so, if you're queuing up for stuff, you have someone to repair your stuff and someone to sell stuff with so you don't have a full inventory. The MGP requirements for covering permissions and leaf waters has been reduced. Thank God, because I, how many leaf waters have you used? Oh, nine. Maybe. And they, it's a leaf and water. It may, <laughs> it's when you're chocobo racing, um, you get an ability. Is it level 10, your first one? Um, I believe it's I level so, 10. Yeah. And then if you don't like the ability you got, you can buy a leaf oh, water. Oh, that erases it. So exactly. Gotcha. And then when you level up or rank up, you can uh, it automatically assigns you another random ability. So when ability. you don't get choco dash, you just keep drinking these. Exactly. Okay. So, yes, between that and Triple Triad Gold Packs, that is where all my MGP goes. I will say for Gold Packs, once you finish the story, go play Tataru. If you do halfway decent, you I usually net enough to get one to two Gold Packs from her after, you know, I sadly don't get my Lightning card. <laughs> I go back same, to yeah. the I go back to the Gold Saucer and cry and hand over, you know, four, 4K MGP and then cry again when I get a Momodi and a Batteron card. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back. But it is, it is so I think it is the highest netting NPC for MGP. Yes, I and I suck at uh triple triad, but usually if I if I get there at the beginning of her window and play through the whole window, I can usually afford one. So someday. Yeah, I, I make enough when she, I, I get luck out with reverse and I get enough reverse to win a couple. So. Oh, every time I reverse I get six, sevens, and eights on my cards. It's like oh, I don't know how to read. I, I see the falling ace one after I've played the one card with the one in it. And oh, me I'm too. Like, Every time. Oh, my. Or, or I don't have any ones. I've, I've had several where I had no ones on the falling ace. Yeah. Yeah. They also adjusted grade one feed for chocobos. The number of items yielded has increased from one to three. Thank God, because that... We had this. We had a long discussion about chocobo feed in our free company. You have to have you have to have gardening items. You have to have gathered items, you know. And well, and and to garden, you have to gather, right? Uh, so it it didn't 
it, it was basically way too expensive to even bother well, making grade you can one feed. Buy the feed. Yeah. You can buy it from an NPC. If you're going to put in that much work, that much effort, spend that much time, I better not be able to buy it from an NPC for cheap. Mm-hmm. That's just ridiculous. Absolutely. I'm with you. All right, let's talk about it, guys. This is the one real thing we're going to talk about uh, for the 2.55 storyline is there was a new trial called the Steps of Faith. It has been added. There's an I-level I-90 requirement. It's for eight players. You have one hour, 60 minutes to clear it. It is part of the main storyline, and it has been added to duty roulette trials but good luck to you if you try to duty roulette it. <laughs> All right. I, you, we, you can beat it in the duty finder. You can, we'll go into that. You, you can beat it, beat it in the duty finder. Um, I, all three of us have finished the storyline, so all three of us have done this. Um, I, I guess we can give an explanation of what the trial is. It's a, it's a long bridge. It's some bridge in Ishgard leading up to Ishgard, but you don't get to go yet. Um, and a huge dragon, Visnap, I believe is the name, um, is walking across the bridge. And the goal is to beat the dragon before it gets to the last gate. Now, there are several little, um, I, I would call them sections of the bridge. Um, I think there's four. And at each section, the dragon stops and has to break a wall down before it gets to the next. So that's your point to, to try to unleash some DPS on it. Uh, there's a, some tricks, like you can, uh, on certain places, you can snare the dragon and then also shoot. I guess it's a bomb or a missile or something. I never get to do it because I heal. Um, but it, it from a tower, you get to shoot down a missile, which I think misses if you don't snare it. So it's pretty pretty important to snare it. But that being said, there are also ads that are coming out, and there are very there there are several several sets of cannons that uh, two players need to be on to blast the NPCs and also blast the dragon. So the goal, once again, is to defeat the dragon before it gets to the gate. Now, if you miss some of these elements, and not really a lot of these elements, if you miss maybe one set of bombs and you're and you don't really have the strategy 100% put together, you're going to start over. And Definitely. you get this really sad little cutscene where the dragon breaks the end of the bridge, and then you look really sad. And it's then very it, sad. The yes. dragon's going to eat you. And my girlfriend laughs whenever it happens, and I want to slap the shit out of her because <laughs> it makes me so mad to seem to get. I need anger management. I know this, but it just makes me mad to see the dragon like over me, about to kill me, eat my face. And I tried so hard. But we did duty finder it. Um, Sinan and I did duty finder it. And with, get this guys, this is amazing. With communication, you can beat this. You Shut can, up. I, I swear, there's this new ability called communication. You type in the little box in the corner and you tell people, hey, maybe you get on the cannon or you check, you get the snare and you get the tower. And when people actually like work together and don't quit, um, it, it, it works. You can actually beat the trial. So that was our experience. We, we, we did it in Duty Finder, um, and we did it four times with the same set. Yes, I did want to rage quit on the second one, but I, I couldn't because when you're in combat, you can't quit. <laughs> so <laughs> I stayed. And um, we did beat – the third one was actually 
we got really close, like 12, 10 to 12 percent. And um, then we we beat it on the last one. And I, I think what really clinched it for us is we got the snare thing going and we got the tower bomb thing going. But there is some really good strategies on how to do this. But I will let the sisters talk about their experience first and then we can talk about, I guess, the butt hurt that is the forums and other people who seem to think that this this trial is impossible. Yeah, that kind of tickles me. Our experience was pretty good, actually. We um, we had eight full members of our free company, or 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 our bosom link shell, I believe, as well, and um, and we ran in the first time we failed, but we figured out all the different or the first not hour, the first run, the first run through, we failed. We were learning what the cannons did, and oh, those biases are trying to eat the cannons, so we better pick them up. You know, we got someone to go up the towers and figure out the snares. We had, you know, everything was just strategizing. Um, we tried a second time and we got it down to like, God, what was it, like 15%, 10% or something. And then we realized that one of our tanks, um, all of their gear was entirely broken. <laughs> so <laughs> we actually had to walk out of the instance, walk back in, and then our third try we won. Well, and I, I think um, I, I did a duty finder uh, earlier that day because I was home from work. And uh, the second try with the duty finder group, we I joined an in-progress group. Uh, but uh, the second try, we get it down to 4%. So this is like, I think we could have done it if we, we actually ran out of time. Uh, it takes so long to reset, it feels like, that you kind of lose some of your hour in it resetting. But, it is a long instance. Yeah. But uh, no, I enjoy it. I I, I kind of laughed because even tonight in one of the link shells I'm in, someone's like, steps of faith is impossible. Can't be done. <laughs> and what's me? funny is it has nothing to do with damage. It has nothing to do with your abilities. It's all about, like Ruby said, it's communication all the way. You know, you use the cannons, you use the snares, you use the... Um, you know, just dragon all is a dragon killer. There's three of them, by the way. Uh, I didn't know till the like the last time we did it that the very first tower, even though there are not snares, there's a dragon killer up there. And if you go up there and kill it when the dragon's in the red blinking fucking circle, it takes a lot of damage. I mean, who knew? Mm hmm. What, what? You can beat it, but way before it gets to the door, if you do that. Well, and and I think the last time we when we went in with Ulf, what did you guys learn that if if Ruby regen two or uh, yeah, is the whole yeah. It it works out really well if the if the white mage medica twos when they add spawn and medica twos and then medicas to make sure they have hate, run ahead of the dragon, stay stay between its legs, but run ahead of the dragon so you don't get stomped on. Run in range that the cannons can blast it. Make sure the cannons put a couple of green spots, the third button. Uh, of goo down to, to slow down the ads and then the tank can run up ahead with the healer flash or whatever it off of the um the white mage and um the the cannons instead of attacking the dragon blast the ads to smithereens within a few hits yeah i, and, I have to flash like three times and by the third flash they're usually dead if if they're using the and cannons. let the dps stay on the dragon then the cannons can go back and deal damage on the dragon and get off the cannons in time so they're not killed whenever the dragon does its body slam or or that other move. 
So and, and that really that worked really well for us when, you know, I actually remembered to run ahead and stuff. But we, even with a couple of missteps, we 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 took care of it handily. You still need to do the towers. You still need to do the the snares. But I think we got it. I think we gathering got it up, beat gather, gathering the up one. the mobs was much easier that way. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Well, and that was really what was slowing our DPS was we were spending so much time chasing the uh, mo- the ads a- around. I don't think we were damaging the dragon. So that that was really really useful to to gather those up, kill them with the cannons, and if your job is to do the dragon killer up on the towers, run up a little early. Do not. I I missed one, and that's we would have won the second. We would have won the one I think where we left to repair. If I had not missed one of the towers, I I ran oh, up. Yeah, yeah I ran yeah, up there was... too late. Yeah, I was worried about doing DPS. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. It is there are mechanics, but it's not. It's not like a dance like coil or anything. No. It it just you just got to say okay, this person do this, this person do this, and I'm in charge of this. Everybody do their shit, and you you shouldn't have. A huge problem. You think either. there's like a level with pride to it? Like unlike a coil where everybody has a responsibility and you just do it to beat the trial. This is one where two people have to say, I'll be on cannons. And somebody else has to say, well, I'll be on this or that. And I wonder if there's a little element of pride where it's like, well, I don't want to do the cannon. I, I'd rather I'd rather do this instead. Or I want to be on the cannon instead of this. Like the strategies I've read usually puts – a healer and the weakest DPS on a cannon or, or something. I don't even think that really oh. matters that much. But I, I wonder if there's a pride element. What do y'all think? I, I think that's I think for one thing, there's not two there's nothing that needs two tanks in there. So one of yeah. the tanks, like like a lot of our trials, one of the tanks is picking their butt, trying to, you know, maybe the, you should put the off tank on cannons or off tank on 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 a yeah. Or something, but there's not really any reason to have two tanks in there, and that's it's a little frustrating. Well, there is and there isn't. I mean, if you're if you're using the Medica two Medica way to do it, then no, you do not need two tanks at all. But if you're gathering them up, they they do spawn on both sides. They do go running at the um, cannons on both mm-hmm. side. The the little biased guys, they they one on each side goes running at the cannon and tries to destroy it. Um, it does take a little more time. I was just running up ahead and stunning both of them, and then they come chase me down, and they don't get to damage the cannons. Um, but it is harder to do that than with one tank than with two. But well, yeah, cannons I, can't be derpy either. They need to know that the the third button puts a glue trap down that makes the ads a little slower, so pe- so the DPS can take care of it or what have you. Um, they need to know that the second button stuns the turtle guy. Remember Stone Vigil? Hard yep, mode? Yep. <laughs> um, so you need to do that stuff and, and then do your attack. And you need to jump off those cannons before you get destroyed. I think what really hurts people is when you die and then people are out of NP and stuff. And it's a scramble to try to catch back up. Well, and if you die, do not wait for a raise. You need to return and run back up for the There's a shortcut. There is a, a shortcut. Certain part. Yep. Yeah. There's, don't make the healers waste their MP raising you. Just come back. Come back without weakness. Also, it, it even notes um, in the patch notes that even if there's a total party wipe, you still didn't fail the duty. Go back in, take your shortcut, and get your shit back together. Because you can still pull it off even with a full party wipe. 
absolutely. There's there's plenty of time. Uh, do do read the NPC chat bubbles. Uh, and, oh yes. And, and what they? Well, well. First of all, the big the big ones that come up like on a big banner on your screen. They tell you, okay, now you know. Chain the dragon now. Shoot the dragon killer. That the NPCs tell you what to do, and and they and they die so valiantly. <laughs> I, I was watching a lot of the NPCs just die over and over, and it was kind of hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty amusing. All right. Well, the steps of faith can be done. You can do it. The strength of Echo in Second Coil has been increased. The Echo will take effect upon entering Second Coil of Bahamut, increasing players' maximum HP, damage dealt, and healing magic potency by 20%. Unlike other, maybe, well, go ahead. Maybe we'll finally beat that turn eight that we've been. <laughs> oh wait, that didn't happen. Oh wait, that wasn't us. Not us. <laughs> Unlike other instances, the strength of the echo will not increase upon total party and wipes. They, they use this big word. It means wipe. Uh, the adjustments listed above will not be applied to savage mode. Well, no duh. Thank you. I still haven't gone into savage mode. Part of me wants to tr just grab some people and be like, be let's, fun. let's just go, let's just go try it. But so yeah, hopefully uh, this will help people get through second coil so they can move on to third coil um, and get some drops. There's some cool stuff in there. I still feel bad that we didn't farm nine more so we could have more, some yeah. weapons and stuff. So. I feel like we'll be back. I, yeah, we'll probably be back. <laughs> All right, adjustments have been made to the final coil. The weekly restriction entering in all four turns of the final coil has been abolished. Players may now proceed directly to any turn. Players may now enter the, it via the duty finder with a full party. So you cannot still queue up by yourself, right? You, you still have to join together. Right. Correct. Okay. The HP and damage dealt by enemies that appear prior to the bosses in the final coil of Bahamut turn one has been reduced, so trash mobs have been nerfed, is what that means. True. And that's really nice Thank considering you. we have to keep <laughs> running through there every time we beat it now. So, yeah, no, that's really nice. The HP and damage dealt by Valiant in the final coil of Bahamut turn two has been reduced. Did we ever decide what, was that the... That's the roto swiping big. All right, it's machine a trash dude. mob. Yeah, it's a trash mob. In accordance with the above changes, the soul attunement and soul resonance granted by these duties has been adjusted. Has it been toned down? Then, I, I never used I, my relic in there, so I don't know. I don't know. I just got the relic, so I don't know. I think it. What What did I say it was the other night when we did it? I think it was. Um, it was either bright or it was brilliant. I don't remember. But I suppose if they make something easier, they need to uh, take the rewards down a little bit. Uh, players will only appear in the areas following completion of Final Coil of Bahamut Turn 3 and Final Coil of Bahamut Turn 4 when cleared for the first time. Those are, I'm assuming, the little staging areas. I don't, I'm not you know, sure. Going back to the last point, it might make sense if they turned it up. If they're trying to get people to help, so people can farm experienced it. Experienced people to help, yeah, new people get through it. That they maybe they turn the attunement. Maybe there wasn't any attunement. Of... Maybe there wasn't any resonance before. I, wish, I don't know. I wish I'm they would scrub. just say it. Total speculation, but yeah, yeah, they should just say it was increased or decreased. Yeah. That would make what, more what, sense. Is, what is the point of making us guess? 
All right, World of Darkness adjustments have been been made. The weekly limitations from coffers have been removed. And now with the weekly quest, Gift of the Archmid, you can now choose an encrypted tombstone. The welfare NPC. That's 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 your welfare weapon. If you're like, uh, I don't know, I know at least Ruby and I, uh, we and did you all? Yeah. So we all theorized that they were going to just add the encrypted tombstone to the weekly thing. So I had all my, I had everything I needed to turn it in, including the carbon twine. Was it carbon? From carbon yeah, twine. Yeah, twine. Yep. So I had everything I needed. So on Tuesday, I just ran through all three, got my tombstone, and bam, I level whatever weapon. Yep, same thing here. I'm still, I'm a little sad that that's how it works, but whatever. I, I believe this is the end of this crap. This kind of putting it, putting the cart before the horse kind of thing. We've We've talked about this. Till we're blue in the face. This is the kind of stuff that they they retrograde after the fact, and I don't think it was really well implemented from the beginning. And then people complain or whatever, and they got to get people caught up, and so they add these things. It's still, I guess, it's better this time than the last, which was better than the last one because each time they change how the thing falls or where it's going to be. You know, like in Second Coil, it was one of the drops when you beat the last boss. This time it's from an NPC because people want like tokens and stuff that you can turn in. And I feel like this is closer to the token system that they've been talking about. So it's a little better, but it's still the welfare junk. Um, I just hope this is kind of the end of this. And when we go forward with Alexander, you've got your story and you've got your hard and hard stuff comes from hard and story comes from story. And then you've got token systems that are actually have a better weight to to the rewards than than what we've experienced in the past. That's just that's just my hope, my my faith in Yoshida that things are getting better as uh, each patch comes along. All right, there's just a few more. Um, the following normal quality items uh, can now be exchanged for Fieldcrafted Materia Three with Talon and Mordona. Um, it's the it's all the stuff. All those token crafted items that you have to turn in high quality for, uh, you know, like balanced dark steel hook, you know, that kind of thing, intricate silver brocade, you now can kind of, uh, instead of just tossing that stuff, you can, you know, kind of recoup some of your costs. I don't think these are necessarily like super easy still to get, Mm -hmm. but instead of, like you said, tossing it away, you can actually get something out of it that's worth selling or using for uh, an upgraded tool. And the next one's kind of a similar thing, but for the gatherers, you can now get cordials for ex- for the normal quality anti-umbro locks and redolent logs, which uh, previously had absolutely no value. So I'm glad they did that. The following items can now be stored in the armoire. Um, re- read the read the uh, read the patch notes yourself, but it's a lot of the it's like the kabudos, the starlight stuff, you know, some of the. Uh, it's basically Heaven's Turn and Starlight Celebration stuff, the most previous two, and the best gown ever. And a couple other random things. Uh, they also adjusted how some things that can be sold in the market board. It's, it's again, sheep stuff. It's just those same two... Uh, holiday things. Yeah, yeah, same two holiday things. Uh, three, actually, Flame of Passion, too. So you can now sell those uh, at the market board. Uh, Hatching Tide 
we should probably talk about hatching tide just a little bit here. Um, uh, Kariri and I, at least, uh, I know we finished it. Uh, Ruby Kent's a scrub. Yep. Yep. <laughs> From- I hate eggs. <laughs> From April 2nd to April 15th, you can do this quest. It starts in Old Gridania. The rewards are four different egg earrings and an egg floor lamp. What did you think, Kariri? I thought it was cute. I thought it was very similar to some of the old ones, but I loved um, that <laughs> you do, spoiler alert, become a spriggan for certain parts of it. And it's just the cutest thing ever to watch yourself walking around just their little, just watching them from behind, going back and forth as they walk, how they do, you know, they just sort of rabble around. It's just the cutest thing ever. Um, and I did love, love, this is a strange thing for me to even say out loud, but the fate was adorable because you actually go and fight this enormous egg, but um, without going into specifics, Take a look at the enormous egg, check out its abilities, and and you'll learn something interesting about um, the mob. I I was fighting this mob, and I, I did not make the connection 100%, but you have to be turned into a spriggan to do it. You go find the fate, and it uses, oh my god, what's the name of the ability? Ballast? Ballast. Ballast. Mm-hmm. And when it's casting ballast, it does a visual kind of um, thing. And, and, and maybe, just maybe, if you've been in the uh, in coil, you've seen this before. It's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but then they talk about it at the last cutscene. And it's like, oh my god, yes. So um, I'm just, I am going to warn you, if you have done the entire uh, quest, the entire hatching tag quest but you haven't farmed up enough uh, eggs to turn in for your earrings and lamps. Um, don't go to nor or don't go to the shroud. There's one, I, there's one fate there, but I could not find the NPC that turns you into a spriggan again. I couldn't do that one. So oh, I, I could be mistaken. I went back to Summerford. So I, and they don't show up on your map anymore with a little blue exclamation point. So I actually had to go back and find the NPC. To, I, I thought I was screwed. I'm like, how do I get these eggs? I can't do the fate because I can't turn into a spriggan. But I went back to Summerford and, and the NPC was there and I was able to you know do the fate a few times. And every time they cast that ballast or use the ability, I just laughed. I'm, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, it was pretty adorable. Uh, the, the decorations are adorable. The story, I've never... I'm not sure Hatching Tide's my favorite story ever, though. I don't know. I don't want to give too many spoilers. Yeah, it's but... really not. It, they never were for me. There's, there's, there's certain events, seasonal ones, that I love, and there's some that I'm like, meh. And Hatching Tide has always been one of those meh. I think last year was way worse. Last year was awful. I, I, I haven't touched this one. I already out. know. I like this one way better than last year's. And in my mind, I'm like, what are they going to do next? We had hats in the beginning in 1.0. Then we skipped skipped a year or something. And then um, we had uh, rings. And now we have earrings. And I don't know. I guess egg bracelets egg next. Necklace. Egg bracelets. Egg necklace. necklace. Yeah, they, they, they have a few more years in them. Um, well, here's what I know. I know for a fact they could make as a prize and people would do it the outfits, right? 
Yeah. 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 Those, yes. Those kitty girls have those outfits. They have the striped stockings and the little black skirt, and it looks like you're wearing garters. And it's like in the little top with those models don't exist for us player characters. People have been asking for those it, since 1.0 had it. They had outfits we didn't, we couldn't have. They added those. People would do it. All right. There's some upcoming item adjustments for Heavensward. You need to take note of this, guys, because if you have not dealt with some of your 1.0 stuff, you're going to lose out. As of the start of early access, so June 16th? 19th, 19th, right? 19th. I'm bad at days. Yeah, 19th. You're right. The following items will no longer be exchangeable. Infernal Seal, Vortex Seal, Tremor Seal, Infernal Totem, Vortex Totem, Nut Charm, the Fury's Anthem, and Cracked Materia. I know some of you have held on to your Cracked Materia. Ruby's really glad he did. <laughs> yes, for relic purposes, but I turned that SOB in for a Piety 4, and I'm glad I did now. Because they said, before Heavensward, make sure to trade in all totems slash charms to Aliena. How do you say her name? Alina. 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 I can't pronounce shit. In Mordona for Allegan Tomestones. And trade your crack materia to the Calamity Salvagers in any three main cities. Do it. Do it now. Yeah, I turned in my crack materia like on day one. I was like, oh. Someday I'll throw away all the 1.0 stuff that I've got in my inventory. I've still got like, like crystal, like unaspect, not mm-hmm. unaspected, de-aspected or whatever, and over-aspected crystal and some other, not oak knots, willow knots and sylph leaves and, and things th- that nobody uses. What are those things you needed? Lunar something curtain? Lunar curtain? Lunar curtain. I still have yeah. a whole bunch of those from doing Gives you dark. a buff, though. Yeah. You use that for um, dark, no, the old goose darkness. Yeah. All right, so turn your stuff in. Announcing the final four winners of the casting call contest, four characters were chosen. All four appeared in the main scenario quest in 2.55. I feel bad. I don't know who they are. Um, I do know that other that that some people in the official forum thread had listed because they had earlier casting call contests and those I I didn't know who they were but apparently NPCs have shown up in earlier patches too so congratulations to you very cool I, I need to enter yeah. these things these contests really work Cinna won a bluebird earring for uh, cooking something for that um what was it the Valentino's Day thing she made something. Didn't she make a cheesecake? Or yeah, a it was yeah. something. I don't even... I think I ate it. <laughs> I'm sure I ate it. But it got her a bluebird earring. She had like a little flashing uh, email from a GM, and I was like, oh, you're busted. No. Stop I gave her a bluebird earring. It's cute. Very cool. There's also a new fan kit, or rather... They say new, but they mean we've added to it. So the old fan kit's still there. Um, they added a new fan kit. I, I didn't peruse it at great length. I did once Kariri told me that there was a new uh, border for like a Twitter icon. I, I used that immediately. Um, what what else is in there? Like Heavensward wallpapers? and Yeah, they added, uh, well, there's the Heavensward wallpapers. There's two of them. I think they were out on the 26th also. But um, they made them so you can put them on your cell phone now. So that's what came out this week. And then um, there's more, like you said, the um, they released that um, 
Oh my lord. The city name is. Because we have Limsa, we have Gridania, we have Alda, and Ishgard. 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 Oh my god. I couldn't remember Ishgard was hiding from me. Um, yeah, they have an Ishgard Twitter icon frame. They also have two different Heavensward uh, Twitter headers that you could put on the top of your Twitter profile. Um, yeah, so there's just not a lot, but there's a couple new things. And um, you can also still download all the sounds and all the good stuff that was there before. But just a couple little updates. All right, and very quickly, because we are super over on time. We know we love you love listening to us, but but you have you have limits. Uh, there was a April Fool's Day dev blog. Go check it out. It's Bayone posted about choosing your champ minion. They talked about having some sort of like Pokemon like battle with minions. It, it it was a joke, guys. Even though I know Bianca. Biongas are incoming. I know it. They'll be in three point oh. I know it. <laughs> In Dev Tracker, there was the Heavensward benchmark is next month, no DX11. So they wanted to know will the DX11 benchmark be a separate release when Heavensward comes around, or will it be in the April benchmark? Blah blah blah. Uh, it said during the live letter from the producer, it would be great if they could prepare both a DX9 and a DX11 version of the benchmark. They're still working on it. So there's hope. Uh, I, I personally would love to see it because I'd love to brag how awesome it looks. The screenshots they showed us of some of the uh, DX11 stuff was like, wow, that's really more detailed and, and it looks really good. So please add boss attack names to auto translator <laughs> i'm i'm with you on this guy uh, to help encourage better synergy between players around the world could you please add all the boss attack names to the auto translator it doesn't have to be for every enemy just just stuff in the end game raids right kamate says we definitely understand the convenience of having it there However, there's a limit to the number of words and phrases that can be added. Yeah, basically it comes down to when they said um, limit on the number, they meant that it refers to the slots available to use in the dictionary. It's actually got a specific number limit in the dictionary. So we, we can't, they can't just put everything in there. Uh, hopefully people can still find a way to talk with people with other languages without you know having to i mean hopefully there's some general things like watch aoe or something yeah. i don't i don't use it yeah. so much and it's probably not as heavily used as in final fantasy 11 when japanese and north american players were and european were all crammed on the same servers. servers um you know that was kind of the point going forward that we would have separate servers, so communication would be better between local people, et cetera, et cetera. But it, there is a need for this. Also, it'd be cool if you could throw it into some macros, you know? Well, some people have macros that even just say something big is happening. I don't even know what – I've seen it not or translate. They, they really get the point across that there's some mechanic. We, even if it's generic, there's a mechanic happening. Don't stand in the AOE or, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we need half a dozen more descriptive – stand in this don't stand in this or something kind of i don't know things mm -hmm. hokey pokey turn yourself about whatever. well and again like you said we're uh 
we're on different servers for the most part than people who speak other languages than us. So we don't, I don't really rely on the auto trend. I use it as a shortcut. Actually. I, I love yep, using it too. as a shortcut. All right. Uh, on the official forums, there is a dedicated thread for patch 2.55 story discussion slash spoilers. Uh, they, they've seen people spoil things in other threads before and they, and they really wanted to, encourage people to use the spoiler thread so it could be avoided if wanted is basically the short version so uh yes don't spoil people please i would also suggest it's probably too late too little too late turn off your chats when you do important content put yourself on busy i know we've talked about the busy thing turn your chats off whatever make a dedicated chat add a new chat icon that's just Maybe your free company or maybe your link shell or something. People who know that's not going to spoil for you or turn everything off because you don't want to be spoiled on on elements of the story, any story, but definitely not patch 2.55's story. For sure. There is a tag to use in the official forums that hides text. So people actually have to, I, I'm assuming, click on it to see it. It's uh, HB. So if you do HB and then type what you want and then slash HB in square what are those called? Parentheses or brackets? Brackets, yes, brackets. Uh, that that will uh, that will hide what you've typed. So if you, if you if you are in another thread and you're typing a bunch of stuff and and you want to mention something that is spoilery, please use the HB code. Uh, people are already asking for the Moogle cap to be dialable. They're gonna look into it. Red, please. Red, please. Pink. <laughs> Pink. Um, well, any dye, right? If they make a dyeable, we should be able to do any dye. Sure. Any right. color, Why for then? sure. All right, somebody put in a suggestion for resetting retainer classes. Just a small thing. I wish there was a checkbox in the dialogue that comes up after you select reset retainer class. that, Like the one that comes up when you uh, try to discard a unique item. With reset option being so close to the quit option, I've almost accidentally reset my retainer a number of times. Uh, the Grakama says, as others have already mentioned, there's no need to fear. Accidentally resetting your retainer, there are safeguards in place. I, I've actually hit that button on accident a few times. And I think Kariri also <laughs> ha has, has noted this. Uh, you cannot just click that button and it, boom, it resets it. It does make you take the gear off, unequip the weapon before it actually lets you do it. Because I... I actually purposely reset a retainer and it, it kind of felt like a pain, but the other option was bad, right? I, I don't want to accidentally reset my level 50 fisherman. It is scary mm -hmm. when you click it because you're like, oh shit, I'm about to reset my thing. But you don't remember that if you click yes, it's going to say, eh -eh. you got to do all this other <laughs> stuff first. Yep. Yep. So perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. If they um, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I was just going to say they actually added a couple of um, new dev tracking since since we put this together. And one of them was about the uh, Emperor's new weapon that they thought would be cool for like um, casting classes or uh, people like monks punching things with their bare fists. And Grekema said, we don't have any plans to make all weapon types transparent. However, for monks, we are planning to release something once we look more into the concept of fighting with their own fists. Well, that's that's very Final Fantasy. You, mm -hmm. uh, Final Fantasy 1, you want a good 
you want a good fighter class, take the weapons off. You want to get cheap, a, a cheap start in Final Fantasy. Here's some Final Fantasy One tips for you, gang. Don't uh, start with a fighter and don't buy him the nunchucks. That's stupid. Just use the bare fist. Your accuracy is better and you'll save more money. So it's very Final Fantasy to fight with your bare fist. Definitely. Now, they also did mention um, the maybe doing an Emperor's New Shield. And Grekema said, from a world setting and a story perspective, not having a visible shield would mean that you couldn't use Shield Bash or Shield Lob. So as such, they have no plans to introduce an Emperor's New Shield. Um, but they may be able to make a small shield so it doesn't stand out too much and they'll look into that. Very. And then the other thing, the only other dev tracker. <laughs> Maybe was my favorite thing- dev tracker. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. They're welcoming a new team member and it is, <sighs> is it Zexos? Who is Zexos? I probably, I probably hate this guy already. Who would, I wouldn't like this guy. Who is he? Well, it looks like his name is Tony Zexos Caraway. He's mm. the newest member of the community team. He has a fabulous bomb icon <laughs> for um, his his avatar on the forums, although I think it would be better placed if it were Subligar. What? There's only one man that can wear a Subligar, and it's it's not a Zexos. I may have I may have mailed a package once upon a time to someone who won a pumpkin carving contest whose name might have been Tony. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I'm so happy. <laughs> this wouldn't be Reinhardt, would it? Yeah. We need, we need trumpets there. Right, put some trumpets in here. <laughs> We are so happy. We are very happy for you, Reinhardt. Um, I know a lot of people tweeted things and gave you congratulations. This is a guy who since the the very beginning, the 1.0 days, uh, painstakingly translated live letters, other information that came out on the forums. He's been an active community member since day freaking one. And um, many of us that played 1.0 knew him from that. A lot of us had the pleasure of getting to meet him during FanFest uh, because he had um, he got hired by Square Enix to, uh, to help with the events as a, uh, as a team member there. And so we were all very proud of him at that time, but we always wanted him to be a, one of the community members. I know he did. That, that was his dream and his goal, and he's achieved uh, bigger things, probably far greater than he imagined, and we're so proud of him. So, you know, continue to do the good work, Reinhardt, and um, we're still going to call you Reinhardt because <laughs> we don't know any better. He said, um, even though I may look like a bomb, I'll try my utmost to buff and heal the community with the latest updates and information. My goal is to deliver the best experience to you all. Fantastic. That's awesome. I, I I know from watching his Twitters and whatever that this was a dream of his. So so congratulations. Are you crying, Yelta? Yes. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since I'm drunk and it's time to go home, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. You can email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash gtffxiv. I promise, very, very soon, we will be on iTunes. We're still working it out. 
Okay, personal plugs, Kariri. I am on Twitter at Kariri Sumasu, K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. Ruby? You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, folks.